Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so happy to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I had uh, just recently the privilege of sitting down with evangelist Caleb Wampler, the founder of Kingdom Encounters International. And this uh, young man has had the privilege of traveling all over the world and seeing over 600,000 people come to Jesus. And we just had this great time sitting down talking about uh, pointing people to the miracle working God. And Caleb recounts encounters with Jesus from uh, his own life and his ministry time. And it's just such a faith filled conversation. And I know that it's going to impart to you the faith that you need to believe God for your miracles. So uh, if you need miracles in your life, this episode is for you. So make sure you listen um, to the end for a powerful prayer time with Caleb. Uh, before we get started, I just want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors. A big thank you to Gopher Ministries, who does all of our equipment rental for our gospel events, uh, Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained, Davis Financial Services, who does all of our financial accounting, and Life Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in partnering and supporting Christina Prayer Ministries and Revealing Jesus is an outreach of Christina Prayer Ministries. We would love to have you and connect with you. You can find out more information at our website at ChristinaPereira.org. And of course, if you are loving these podcast episodes, I would encourage you to sow into them. You know, I've had such a, a privilege and honor of helping to reveal Jesus not just in my own life and my own ministry, but in the lives of so many people. And it is just such an honor and privilege uh, to bring you this podcast every week. Um, but I can't do it without your financial support. So I would just encourage you, if these are blessing you, just sew back into it so we can keep bringing you these faith-filled uh, messages and interviews with people who are doing incredible things for the kingdom of God. I want to empower you with some additional resources to help encourage your faith to believe God for miracles. So make sure you pick up a copy of Caleb's book, Hunger, for those who know there's more. And of course, you can get your 40 days to a Better You Bundle by R.T. Kendall. And it's got two great resources, one on forgiveness, which is such a powerful part of healing, and also to uh, the Holy Spirit. And I know both of those are going to bless you. And you can get links to those in our show notes at cpnshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So 
Without further ado, let's listen in to my conversation with Caleb Wobbler from Kingdom Encounters International. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I am so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me. He is an evangelist, and he is the founder of Kingdom Encounters International. Today, I have with me Caleb Wampler. Caleb, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much, Christina. It's an honor to be with you and your listeners today. Just Aww. pray that Jesus touches them deeply today. Thank you. Me too. You know, every time I get on to do this, I always... I always hope that this is an encounter with the real living and loving Jesus. And I'm so excited to talk to you today. You know, I've told our listeners um, a lot about you. Is there something that um, you can share with them about you? Maybe something personal just to help get to know you? Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I have a beautiful wife, Harmony, and four amazing kids, three boys and a girl. And uh, they're all seven and under. So it uh, keeps our uh, our house quite action packed, but I, uh, on the side, I like to go out to local disc golf courses and play some Frisbee golf, you know, yeah, it helps you get some exercise and uh, I enjoy getting out. Oh, that's awesome. I've never heard of Frisbee golf before. How does that work? Yeah. You just, you kind of have some Frisbees that are a little bit smaller than the typical Frisbees. And there's these, uh, chain link baskets that are around the course and you play it kind of like golf. There's usually nine or 18 holes, uh, but really it's nine or 18 baskets. And so you have three to five shots to make it into the basket. And so uh, it's real fun. I'll bring my kids with me and they can get some exercise and kind of run around and throw the Frisbees. So it's pretty fun. That's awesome. I'll have to look for that. I've never done that, but I bet it is uh, very, um, very exercising. <laughs> yeah. Especially down here in Florida, you know, we get to get out and enjoy the, the weather a little bit more. So, yeah, that's so awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. You know, you, um, you call yourself an evangelist, um, and you started an evangelistic ministry about four years ago, and, you know, you've seen over 600,000 people come to the Lord since you started it. Can you share a little bit about like why you do what you do, what your passion is, how the Lord called yeah. you to do this? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I always had a passion even from my early childhood for souls and to see people come to Jesus. And I remember being eight years old and asking my father, I said, uh, dad, I said, I want to win my school for Jesus. And wow. he said, well, what do you like to do? And I said, well, I said, I like to play sports. And he said, we'll start an after school sports program and tell people about Jesus. And so I asked my mom if she could help me make some flyers on the computer and started handing out flyers at the school. And uh, it was about a block from the school there. We had a, a parking lot there with a basketball court and uh, we would play hopscotch and dodgeball and four square and basketball and whatever else we could think of and then play for about 30 minutes. And then I would uh, preach the gospel to uh, those that were there and uh, we would lead people to Christ every single week. And so it started even at an early age and junior high, high school, 
had a prayer around the flagpole groups every single week. And by the time I was a senior in high school, we had four Christian meetings a week at a public school campus in Bellevue, wow. Nebraska. And yeah, we were just, we just wanted to see people come to Christ. And so we, by the end of senior year there, we, we had a, um, a, a big school assembly program where 750 teenagers uh, showed up into a public school gymnasium. And as high, uh, high school seniors, we did a gospel program and uh, preached the gospel there and had 220 people come to Christ even then. So Wow. Uh, that was that was really our first crusade, even though I didn't at the time have that kind of language for it. But uh, yeah, just the passion for seeing people come to Christ was always there. You know, had a, had some amazing parents who raised me, and I never turned away from the Lord. I, I I'd always loved Him and um, just did my best to run after Him with all my heart. But more in uh, the later years, I got exposed to. I'd always heard of pastors and missionaries in my background, but never really was exposed to evangelists other than a, as like maybe a traveling speaker, you know, who might go do some conferences or camps or something. But uh, I got exposed to um, the ministry of Christ for all nations and Reinhard mm-hmm. Bonnke and Daniel Kalenda and uh, ended up getting to be Daniel's assistant for three and a half years. And so I, I was exposed to the largest evangelistic ministry in the world in terms of, of souls coming to Christ. And in that season, um, you know, you're seeing mass crusades with hundreds of thousands of people across Africa coming to Christ. And, you know, my, my office was right outside of Reinhard Bonnke's, uh, 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 his office and my desk was right there and I got to serve Daniel and, and it was just such an amazing season before the Lord, uh, encountered me in an amazing vision. And I knew at that moment that, he had called me to go into the harvest. And so that was how Kingdom Encounters International was born. And about four and a half years ago, we we uh, laced up our shoes and uh, I got my wife and now we've got a team and we said, let's go. And so started doing crusades and seeing love Jesus it. move. <laughs> I love it so much. I, you know, I can really relate to that, that desire, even as a kid to be an evangelist. I remember going out with my youth group at 15 and like evangelizing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to do that as well at 15, but you know what? I was so scared. I was like, God, what if I don't know the right thing to say, you know? And in my life, he took me on a journey and he filled me with, you know, his spirit and, and the right things to say at the right time. And, you know, one of the things that really just stands out to me is he's so faithful to the desires of our heart, you know? Yeah. He really is. When we forget about it, you know, years and years ago, I forgot about that desire and he just, he brought it back and he was like, I'm, I'm going to fulfill it. And isn't he amazing? Yeah, he sure is. And uh, he's, he's so beautiful and wonderful. He just loves people. You know, I think we, we forget that he loves people Mm -hmm. so much. He does. He's so passionate. He's, and he has such a, a passionate heart for the lost. I, you know, I always tell people, I, I let him break my heart for what breaks his. And I feel like, you know, understanding the call of the evangelist, if we just ask the Lord, you know, to show us what he sees, you know, what he sees in this lost, dying and hurting world. Um, can you tell me about that powerful encounter you had with him? Yeah, it was, uh, it was an, an amazing encounter. And to this day, might have might be the most uh, revealing encounter I've ever had of the Lord. 
Um, but I, I uh, was on a, at a Wednesday night church service and there was a guest evangelist there and I was just attending the meeting and um, I was sitting kind of over on the, the right side of the, the audience there and um, he preached on the Holy Spirit and I, I later became friends with this evangelist. I didn't know who he was at the time, but um, he, he later told me it was the worst service he's ever been in. Uh, he was preaching on the Holy Spirit and uh, nobody came to the altar that night. Nobody got saved. Uh, nobody got filled with the Holy Spirit. And he, he looks over at me and he says, he says, Caleb, and I looked at you and I saw you uh, falling asleep in the, in the chair. <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, no, I said, I didn't fall asleep. I said, I went into the most amazing encounter of my life. He's like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> and I, I told him, I said, I tried to get up and I couldn't. And ultimately I passed out on the side, on the ground and wow. went into this out-of-body experience where, uh, where this figure approached me and it was kind of this cloud of mystery. It was like a white, uh, white cloudy kind of uh, heavenly moment. And um, this figure approached me. And as they approached me, I knew there was something very familiar about their, their presence. But for some reason in my, in my heart, it's almost like I was kept from knowing who it was, you know. Mm. Um, but uh, kind of like the, the disciples on the road to Emmaus, you know, they, they mm -hmm. were kept from recognizing him. And so, uh, as Jesus came closer, he, he bent down and kissed me on the forehead. Mm. And at the moment of the kiss, my eyes opened up and I realized it was Jesus. And, mm. uh, it was, it was, uh, it was certainly something to behold. He, uh, he, he lifted me up and, um, he kind of brought me up into the air and I began to kind of uh, float there almost like I was floating or flying above the ground. And he took this really deep breath. And then he just blew out this breath from, from the spirit of God within him. And it just blew it right at me. And this, this mm. airy, uh, misty type, watery type uh, thing started coming right at me. And when it did, it went into my body and it started to just wash out every single possible thing that was in there. Things I didn't even know were there. Every little nook and cranny. Uh, things I didn't even know, places I didn't know I could be touched. I was being touched by this breath from the from the Spirit of God, and wow. it went through me, and then it went out of me, and then over me, and washed my entire outside as well. And um, at that moment, there was kind of like a knighting ceremony of sorts, and mm. um, he ended up commissioning me into the nations that night. And uh, I, I, the the beautiful thing is, Christina, I was. Um, in the natural, the service lights were being turned off. People were leaving. I was like the last one there. My wife had, she was pregnant and had one kid running around the church there at the time. And she's like, she had tapped me twice and, uh, you know, tried to shake me and I didn't wake up. I didn't even know that she was touching me. I was in like another place, you know? Mm. And the third time she came to me, she shook me. And it was almost like I got sucked back into my body. And, you know, people have often asked, what would you say if Jesus walked in the room? Um, you know, and I, and I do feel like I know what I would say because I said it that night, you know, <laughs> and right, right when I was like sucked back into my body, it's like I was ripped from this moment with him. And I screamed out at the top of my lungs, Jesus, don't go. Mm. And, um, and I, and I heard this response in the spirit in it. 
Uh, he said, surely I'm with you always, even mm-hmm. to the age. I screamed it again, Jesus, don't go. He said, surely I'm with you always. Yeah. And in that beautiful, beautiful moment, I had this realization that he was with me more than I ever could have imagined at all times. And um, mm-hmm. ultimately, I held on to that for about seven months. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we had prayed at the time, Lord, when the time's right to transition, reveal it to Daniel, because we didn't want to leave on the wrong terms. I think a lot of people right. forfeit, you know, what God is trying to do because they leave the wrong way. And and we didn't want to do that. And so we said, God, Daniel's a man of God. When the time's right, he'll know. And we just, we, you know, kind of pondered these things in our heart as Mary did. And mm-hmm. it was about seven months later, he asked me, he said, what happened to you? <laughs> and I told him, and he said, you can't stay here. You got to go. <laughs> wow. That's so amazing. It was beautiful. Yeah. I love that. I love that he gave you the, there's so many things I love about that story. I love that, you know, God always sees things so differently than we see. Like that evangelist was like, said that that's the worst meeting he's ever been in. And here, are, here you are being commissioned to the nations, Right. probably one of the most important meetings he's ever done and most important talks he's ever done that helped usher you, you know, into this encounter with Jesus. And just that one meeting set in motion, your heart and your ministry and called you to go into the nations. Like, it's just amazing the way that he sees things and the way that we see things. Sometimes there's such a disconnect. Yeah. So I just try to get his heart and his vision. Like, what are you saying? What are you doing? What are you seeing? You know, yeah. cause sometimes we can get so discouraged, but he sees things so differently. And, um, I love that. He said to you, I'm always with you. I'm always with you. And he is, he is so with us. You know, I really believe that so powerfully that he longs to be with us more than we even want to be with him, you know? <laughs> That's right. And it's he just does. so amazing to me. Like, he just, it's just so amazing. And um, what an amazing encounter. And, you know, I love the way that you handled that you know, with, with leaving where you were and going into, I think that's a lesson right there, you know, that so many people need to learn just that honoring, you know, because it's, you know, it's important that we honor where we've been before we get to where we're going, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I've seen it too many times in life where people feel like, well, God called me to do this and God called me to do that. And God called me to do this. Well, it's like, well, if he mm-hmm. called you, he certainly would know how to transition you too. And I think in the excitement of what's mm-hmm. next, we often uh, forfeit uh, the way that we enter into the season. We forfeit uh, the the intentionality and the effort God is trying to bring into the next season all by the way we we leave. And, and so um, it, it was just very important to me. I'd seen a lot of bad things in my life and uh, just with people not doing things the right way. And so it was just so important to us that, that we did it the right way. And my wife is, my wife was right there praying with me and we just said, mm. we really want to do this right. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, how, how do we do this? And we just said, well, let's just hold on to it and pray. Yeah. And so it was beautiful. That's awesome. I love that. Um, well, you've seen some pretty amazing things so far in your ministry is there one story uh, that stands out to you, maybe on your heart right now that you'd like to share? Yeah, there's, um, we, we, I mean, we've seen the blind see, the deaf hear, cripples walk, 
we've watched COVID get healed uh, over and over again. And amazing. Um, just, just all types of amazing, um, amazing healings. I, 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 there's one story that always touches my heart and I was in, um, in Brazil and, um, I was there in a midnight meeting and it was about three 30 in the morning. And it was, uh, just kind of a midnight service that the church was doing. And, and they really were going after revival and the glory of God. And this, uh, this four-year-old boy was brought into the, uh, into the side room in the pastor's office and they had told me there was somebody coming who was terminal and um they said he's going to need extra prayer and Mm. and so I went into the side room they didn't they didn't tell me the full story but basically I had my interpreter the pastor and the two parents of this boy in uh in the boy and so we're 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 standing there and um they said he has been given um less than a month to live mm. when they said the doctors have done everything they can do he, he could die in days or weeks but no more mm. than a month and they said uh you know what would they want you to pray because uh they call uh, because you're a healing evangelist and mm-hmm. i always found that i always found that term kind of ironic because i can't ever heal anybody it's right i know me too <laughs> i know me too right um, <laughs> But I'm like, hey, you know, like um, if they have the faith to connect right. or attach for something, then, you know, I just I just love Jesus. And, yep. hey, you know, let's see what happens here. So I'm going to agree I, um, with you. That's right. That's it. <laughs> exactly. That's it. And that's kind of one of those. It's like a terrible place to be as a human being, because, yeah. you know, you want to believe for anything. And like mm-hmm. I just said at the beginning, we've seen hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands. I mean, Christina, at our last crusade, we had a you know, we had over a quarter of a million people there mm. and that was in Pakistan. And that night we had 839 people that got healed of tumors just during that one meeting. Wow. <laughs> That's so amazing. Come on, Jesus. You, yeah. When you see that kind of, you know, a quantity all the time of, of God doing stuff, your, your faith is off the charts, but yeah. at the end of the day, he's still the one that has to do it. That's and right. So, and so when you're here one-on-one with this child who they're saying is going to die and he's, you know, he's bald from all the chemo and it's just like, there's, there's no chance for him. I, I your heart just begins to break. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Jesus, you've got to do this, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. But I can't, I can't, I can't, um, I can pray good prayers and I can plead all of the things that we're supposed to plead in the blood of Jesus and rebuking mm-hmm. the enemy and doing all the things we know to do. But at the end of the day, like, God has to be the one to do it, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm praying for this child about five minutes go by and I'm praying, Lord, I just, I plead with your heart that for the purposes and destiny, purposes and destinies of this, this mm-hmm. young boy, Lord, that you would restore him and that you would bring him back. And um, I'm just, I'm, I'm praying, but I, I, I certainly don't want to declare something that um, is going to be false for him. Cause I think a lot of people in the emotion of a moment can do that. And I, I didn't want to do that, you know? So I, I want to pray with faith, but not emotionally pray. I want to pray spirit led, not person led, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I'm praying. And in the moments that the, the gift of faith rose up mm. and the gift of miracles took over. And I said, your child will not die. You will go to the doctors tomorrow. The report will, will read cancer free. And I said, um, everything that has been stolen from the enemy in this process 
uh, the child will be restored of every single thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, and, and I, I said it and immediately something inside of me said, whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, when the gift of faith rises up, yeah. it's different from just, you know, maybe yeah. generic praying, if you know yep. what I mean. Oh, I know and what so, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> you're so like, whoa, you're moment, getting self in trouble here. <laughs> well, no, exactly. And, and for me, I had I had declared healings before and seen things to pass. I mean, I yeah, I had watched a few things happen, like where, like I saw, I, I declared somebody who had been unable to get pregnant for ten years, mm-hmm. and and then they they got pregnant. I said, in one year from today, um, you, uh, I said, you will have a baby um, by one year from today. Mm-hmm. And uh, they ended up having a baby boy and they named him uh, in Brazil. They named him Kalebi, uh, which is uh, Caleb. <laughs> they named That's him after awesome. me. And I got to hold the baby a year later and it was, it was beautiful. So I had seen some of those kinds of things, but like that was still like far off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and, and this was like in the moment they're going to, he's going to die any day, you know? And oh, um, I'm like, this is, this is a huge moment. And mm-hmm. I said, Jesus, um, I thank you for it. And then I just, I let it sit and I didn't say anything more. I said, it's done, you know? Yeah. And, and, um, inside I was a little nervous, I'll be honest, but I, but I'm like, he, he's going to be okay. And they took him to the doctors the next day. And sure enough, the report read no cancer oh. three days later, they chested him again. No, no cancer within seven days, all of his hair came back. Wow. Like it was just like it was a supernatural, supernatural miracle. And um one that has stood with me as much as any miracle we've ever prayed for. Come on, Jesus. That's amazing. I just Hallelujah. oh my gosh, if you're listening to this right now, can you just give Jesus a shout of raise? Because that is awesome. You are so amazing, Jesus. God, we just praise you and we thank you for your goodness. God, you're so good, Jesus. You're so good. You're so good, God. So Caleb, you know, if our listeners are out there right now and they are believing God for a miracle, I I love what you said. We can't, we can't do it, but we only point people to the miracle working God. And we agree with them by faith. If, if they're out there believing for a miracle, what would you say to them right now? Yeah, I would, I would just encourage you right now to to trust the Lord, lean not on your own understanding of a situation and what the doctors say, what your situation says, trust the Lord and his word for you. Um, Trust that he has plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. Trust Mm -hmm. him that you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, you know, trust him that you are a royal priesthood and a holy nation. Um, Just all of these things that the Lord thinks about you, just Set your uh, mind on things above, not mm-hmm. on the earth, and, and watch the Lord just redeem you and set you free. Speak life over your situation, and Jesus is just going to begin to touch you right where you are. You know, so many of us like to focus on all of our Goliaths and all of our problems and the issues we're facing, but, you know, God is looking for those people that have been hidden away <laughs> in a shepherd's field. Mm-hmm. That are winning the winning the battles that are in front of them, and his uh, the promotion always comes from the Lord. And I guarantee you, every giant will fall before you if you just focus on Him, mm-hmm. because He has not designed your life to fail and and to fall flat on your face. He has designed you and and, and designed you with creative design from heaven to to 
go against every plan of the enemy, Christina, mm-hmm. and, um, and just to watch his hand move. And so I would uh, just encourage you, just focus on the Lord and not your problem. Focus on, uh, focus on his word and not your word. Focus on his spirit and not your emotions. And just let the Lord re- uh, renew you right now because he wants to. Mm-hmm. I always tell people I love to introduce my Goliath to my, my heavenly David, Jesus. There you go. <laughs> That's so good. Because when they meet Jesus, let me tell you something. <laughs> they know they've been fought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and I always tell people the only victory that we reinforce is God's victory. We're not fighting for victory. We already have victory. And we just get to remind our Goliaths of the victory that Jesus has already purchased for us, Amen. that on. they're already defeated. And so, you know, and I, and I always tell people too, you know, if you're going to hang around, you're just going to watch me worship, you know, <laughs> and, so uh, and, and they, they don't like to hang around. <laughs> Amen. Especially when we worship. I love that scripture that says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So, you know, right now, if you are in the presence of your enemies, sit down right now, sit down and just feast on the Lord's goodness and watch them scatter. You know, it's, it's, I love our portion of spiritual warfare in the new covenant. We don't have to shout. We don't have to Raise our voice. I love the way Jesus healed, the way he delivered. He spoke a word and they were delivered. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it great? Like our portion is just a feast on Jesus. Like we get to worship him and watch our enemies scatter. I mean, how awesome is that? Come on. So good. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Well, Caleb, do you have any resources for our listeners that you'd maybe like to talk about that would encourage them right where they are? Yeah, definitely. I have a, um, I have a book out called Hunger, and um, the book is called Hunger for Those Who Know There's More. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's just a compilation of, of things in my life, things in revival history that will stir you in your faith. And I found um, often that the secret ingredient if you want to call it that is is just that people the secret sauce so to speak are that people often are not hungry um mm. they they've lost their hunger and everything in life is to get you jaded and to get you apathetic and the the heaven is attracted to heaven mm-hmm. and if you get hungry <laughs> I tell you what heaven starts to just mm-hmm. naturally attract to your life because you are hungry for Jesus and and so in the book, I just, I talk a little bit about revival history, some of my personal experiences from as a child, all the way through now, and just where God encountered me when I was 16, the Lord had taken me up into heaven in a, in a vision and um, just have had a lot of different moments where the Lord has encountered me, but uh, kind of take you through some scriptural, biblical things that, that God put on my heart for the book. And mm-hmm. yeah, I would encourage you to get that for sure. And um, it's available on the website kingdomencounters.us slash store and it'll be in the show notes but yeah um yeah so that would be there and um we've got some shirts there as well just uh that'll encourage you to to make sure you know who you are your kingdom come your will be done and the spirit Mm -hmm. of the lord is upon me so those are things that can definitely help you i love it and of course guys i will put links to the show notes um in cpnshows.com under revealing jesus with christina prayer to all of 
Caleb's um, to his book and his um, social media and all of that stuff so that you guys can help connect with him. This has been such a fun conversation, Caleb. I, I love hearing about what you're seeing Jesus do all over the world and what an honor. And, and I just want to remind you guys that the reason why we share testimonies and the reason why Caleb is sharing his testimonies is because when you hear what Jesus has done in his life, it then can impart the faith for you to believe that God will do the same in your life and it will make you hungry for more of God. And, and Caleb is absolutely correct. That hunger will, will stir your heart and help you believe for more in your own life. So I just want to encourage you. These testimonies are meant to point you to the one who can do the same thing in your life. So don't get discouraged. If God will do it for one, he will do it for all. He's so good. He's so good. He's just looking for a man or a woman to hook their faith and say, God, you are good. If you'll do it for him, you'll do it for me. And he's more than willing, beloved, more than willing. So Caleb, before we go, would you pray for our, our listeners? Is there anything burning on your heart you'd like to pray for them? I would love that. Yeah, definitely. I uh, would just love to pray over you. In, in Matthew 16, 19, it says that I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And just want to pray over you to encourage you that the Lord has given you all a key from heaven <laughs> and it's uh and it, it symbolizes the authority and the access to heaven that God has for you. And as you flow from a place of intimacy with Jesus, you're going to be able to go into the earth equipped for any situation. There is nothing that can surprise you. There's nothing that can overwhelm you. There's nothing that can stop you. You have all of heaven's resources available to you in every situation to be able uh, to, to conquer all situations that are in front of you. And so, uh, so right now in Jesus name, I just speak to your, the authority and the destiny that God has put over your life right now, that in this season, that when there are storms going on, that you would be one who has hope in the storm that says, peace be still, because right now I pray for an impartation of peace mm -hmm. over you and that you would be uh, that peace in the storm to impart to that storm in Jesus name. I pray for those in despair right now, that your hope would be restored, that you would um, unlock the treasure chest of hope, as it says in Colossians 1, 26 and 27, and that you would operate from a place of hope in the Lord, that he would renew your strength right now in Jesus name. For those that are angry at all that's happening in the world, the, the death, the bloodshed, the politics, the all of the different things that are just raging right now. I pray that love would cover over mm -hmm. all of those multitude of sins and that you would feel the love of God right now that would that would go past anything you could possibly understand. For those who have lost their faith right now because fear has overwhelmed you, because you can't see your way out, because you can't see the light in the darkness right now, I pray that faith would rise up in your heart as it did in mine that day for that child in Brazil. And that faith would move mountains right now. I, I declare them moved in Jesus' name. I pray Amen. that you would know who you are as a son and daughter, that you would operate from a place of authority mm -hmm. and that you would not be scared and nervous right now, but that you would be equipped and courageous to see 
Jesus reign in every situation. God, let your kingdom come Mm -hmm. and your will be done in each of their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Caleb. That was such an amazing prayer. I'm just receiving it all over here for myself as well. Thanks, God. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here with me today. It has been a pleasure. Yeah, it has been such an honor. And uh, I know all of you guys should go check out everything Christina has to offer there on the show notes because she's got a just a beautiful heart of gold here. So I'll, 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 I'll say, make sure you guys do everything and follow <laughs> Christina everywhere that she is. She will bless your life for sure. <laughs> you are so sweet, my friends. Thank you. <laughs> well, I hope today's show has blessed you. I will have links from today's podcast in the show notes on cpnshows.com under revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. You'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Caleb Wampler. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.